Welcome to Season 6 of Farm Trainer Podcast, Episode 16, published on December 19th, 2023. This will be the last episode before Christmas, so we'd like to wish everybody out there joyous holidays, Merry Christmas, and whatever your tradition is, enjoy it with family. We're part of the ConcealedCarry.com network of podcasts. In this episode, we'll be talking with Mike Seeklander about the new platform for shooters to share and get information. Help us get more instructors. And give us a five-star rating out there on your favorite podcast app and share this episode with other instructors and like-minded individuals. I'd also like to remind you, this episode is brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. All certified instructors can apply for FTA coverage. And remember, for listening to this podcast, you can get 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Guns.com. Do you know Guns.com is the most trusted site by gun owners when looking to purchase a firearm? Find the gun you are looking for at any other participating dealers, purchase the firearm, and Guns.com will facilitate transfer to an FFL dealer near you. New inventory is added daily to Guns.com website, and you can find new guns, used guns, and collectibles easily by using their search engine. Remember, Guns.com for your next firearm purchase. We bring this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Mike Singlander from Live Fire. Welcome, Mike, and thank you for taking time to come on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, Mike, can you give our listeners a little bit of your background in the firearm industry before we jump into the, today's topic? Uh, boy, that's a it's going to be a broad subject there. I've been <laughs> doing this for a long time. Uh, every time I do a podcast interview, it seems like I, I, I feel like I can't hold down a job because I went from place to place, but I promise uh, it was always to go to the next thing. So I started out shooting uh, as a kid, shot for many years. As a young man, joined the Marine Corps, and then uh, it was in the Marine Corps I got into competitive shooting and really found a true dedicated interest in, you know, um, professional carry, manual of arms, and shooting and competing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that led to a career in law enforcement and kind of a parallel path, path where I started competing in uh, USPSA, IDPA when it existed, the Steel Challenge, and a variety of other events. And then 9-11 happened, and because of some of the competing I had done, I had the opportunity to go up and, and help teach with the FAM program, Federal Air Marshal Program, and then eventually run that program, and then became a federal instructor as well as an air marshal, uh, credentialed air marshal flying missions, and that uh, that kind of led to a branch of my career. In the end, I ran a private academy in Tulsa, Oklahoma, after I left the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. Um, but I've been doing full-time teaching or training since, uh, I guess, December 29th of 2001. So, yep, you got a lot of a uh, lot of great experience there. And for uh, our listeners who we've had Mike on before, go back to season one, uh, episode uh, 59, and or actually, sorry, it's uh, season one, episode 59. And uh, you can hear a little bit more about Mike and uh, the instructor he's done uh, previously in his uh, book and everything. So he's an accomplished author as well as uh, a very accomplished trainer. Well, Mike, uh, we went along and we caught up a little bit at the 2023 United States and So Carry Expo. And one of the things we caught up where you're at was uh, talking about a new application that's out there called Live Fire. Can you give our instructors a little bit about what Live Fire is? 
Sure. The so live fire. Uh, I think the best way to describe it in a sentence or two would be live fire is you know it's an app. It's a technology that is designed to facilitate the the end live fire goal of any user. You know, so whatever you know when we say live fire, I think um, although I think it's a, a brilliant name. You know, people tend to attach just live fire shooting to that. So live fire is designed to facilitate. Any and every goal from, you know, your instructors uh, have, I'm sure, certain lots. They, I'm sure they have lots of new shooters and students. So that tends to be probably the biggest number of student base out there. So Live Fire is designed to facilitate their training to a competitive shooter, to, uh, you know, a defensive shooter or whatever else. And it has a series of tools on it from content to a built-in part-timer to, uh, an advanced logbook feature to right now we have a, an open social feed, which was uh, actually released just before the USCCA expo that I'm talked to you at. And we can talk a little bit about why we did that, but um, it's basically built to facilitate a firearms training goal for an end user. Mm-hmm. And from there, it gives them what, what I would call it. It, it gives them those, uh, one thing that caught my eye was the social feeds or the communities to where in a lot of cases, uh, you know, firearms, you just don't walk out your door and walk over your next door neighbor and start talking to them and, you know, about what they did in competition, doing things like that. But the live fire has that capability where you can go onto a community and they are doing similar types of things. They're doing, you know, practice, they're doing competition and it gives you a place to go along and exchange ideas and uh, see what other people are doing and hopefully strengthen those bonds within the firearm industry. You know, if you're going out to competition or going along, just want to practice and need some assistance or insight into maybe why you're plateauing. The, uh, it's interesting. You point out the social feed. So, so if you're listening to me right now, that if you would envision the original design of life, it's kind of unique. So the guys that founded Live Fire are from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and one is a former police officer. One is just a tech guy, but they're both in tech now. One does the design side. Uh, one does the development side of the actual app itself. And they've been doing this for many years. But when Live Fire first existed, the social feed was simply a way for someone who was a member of Live Fire that did, a, a if, for example, if you did a training drill, and then after you were done with your training drill, we always prompted them to log their results. So the social feed was a function where you could post the log of it. So you had to do a drill. You had to do a log in order to post at all in the social feed. So if you didn't do that, you couldn't post at all. It was not an open social feed. Now, fast forward to probably two years ago when I started to get the worst blockages on Instagram that I was having. Now, prior to that, I, I have I've been booted from Facebook several times. Um, I had all of my curriculum removed from a, a place called Udemy, which is an online teaching platform. Um, all of my advertisements for books, all I saw was, you know, books and educational materials on Facebook was blocked for a period of time. But then I started to have a lot of problems on Instagram. And it was literally be you know, a picture of an optic on a handgun slide or the reference of uh, a magazine or something like that. And they have these algorithms going on that would block me. So fast forward and I told the guys, hey, 
I want an open social feed. You know, I want guys and gals to be able to post pictures of their guns. I want them to be able to talk about their training. I want them to be able to talk about their matches. I want them to be able to talk about anything gun centric they want without getting blocked, without getting banned, shadow banned or whatever else. And um, their fear was if they open up the social feed that you would have all these, you know, the trolls, the standard, you know, social media trolls, negativers, naysayers or whatever else. But eventually I convinced them to open up a social feed. So right now, if you are on live fire, of course, you can be a premium member which allows you access to some of the content and, and some of the future tools we're adding. But the social feed is open and free. It's exactly like being on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, it's better. You can open, you can create your own group. You can post content in your group. There's actually an enterprise level chunk of software that allows you to manage your group on a laptop, for example. Um, but the social feed has been our biggest success so far. Matter of fact, we launched about a week before the USCCX, CCA Expo. And after that expo, it has been exploding. Um, uh, so it's, it's kind of cool. I, I, I hope anybody listening right now at least jumps on live fire social. If you want a, a exposure to a positive firearm centric culture, it's on live fire. Mm-hmm. Now, do they, do they have people, um, do they have bots running or people going along monitoring what's what's all on there, or is it completely uh, open? When you say uh, so, bots, uh, you know, bots is an interesting term. I don't I don't know what an actual bot is in technology. I know there are small pieces of code that tend to do different things, but LiveFire is a full end user platform. So there's no um, there's no algorithm. There's no bot driving the thing. It's simply. Mm-hmm. Mike C. Klenner post posts. If you follow Mike C. Klenner, you see what I post. If I follow, you know, Rob Beckman and you post, I see what you, I see what you post. So it's it's pretty straight up right now. I would suggest that maybe if this thing grows into the millions like we hope, you know, we'll have to use uh, technology to control some of the content. Meaning, you know, our, our goal is to, within reason, because I know anybody listening to this right now that's a human is like, well, you there's no such thing as a social feed that's 100% pretty and positive and happy all the time, right? I get that. But but the goal is to keep it um, relatively positive, uh, gun-friendly, uh, um, I guess I would say uh, apolitical, which means that, uh, you know, it, politics is something that we're not interested in having big discussions on live fire on. And, um, you know, we'll control it as we need to. If people get on there and they're damaging or they're insulting or they're they're not fitting of the culture, they'll be removed and maybe, uh, you know, to an extent. But right now, it's I, I don't think I've seen a negative comment on Live Fire, to be honest with you. It's kind of interesting. Yep. Yeah, a lot, a lot of gun people, I, I would think, are pretty positive people overall. And that's uh, indicative of probably why you're having such good luck. But, can't, you know, just wondering about that. And it's. It feels good not to say that, you know, we monitor as uh, we filter things for it because so many times I've had similar issues uh, when I advertise my courses, uh, post things to where somebody, some algorithm, someplace goes along and, uh, you know, I get a warning, I get banned for so long and you just go along, scratch your head. It's like, it wasn't anything dangerous that I was showing. It was just that somebody doesn't, or their algorithm doesn't like the picture of a gun and you know even though it's in a you know not in a threatening manner but 
we don't control that. And I'm glad to see that there are gun people that are controlling the uh, live fire uh, platform. Yeah, the, I think that the you know the difference between live fire is they didn't set out to develop a social media platform. You know, the goal was to develop a firearm centric platform that would facilitate firearms training or training related uh, subjects from literally a brand new gun owner all the way up to an advanced shooter. You know, advanced competitive shooter, an advanced defensive shooter. Um, and, and that was the original goal, you know, now fast forward to the, to the live fire social, which once again was, which very much prompted by me, I basically asked them for months and months and months to open up social because I was so sick of getting on Instagram and getting blocked. And I'm not talking about like some video of me doing some sort of, you know, scary looking shooting drill and, you know, attacking a, a, a Bob XL with the rifle and shooting. And I just, you know, it, just something simple, like posting a picture of a Glock 19 top end with an optic. I think one of my pictures that got banned was, was literally just a slide or may, maybe it was a magazine. I don't remember. And then that's the point is like, Hey, please guys, give me a place where I can talk to the community and post and talk, you know, about guns and gear and tips and not worry about being, blocked and banned and booted and and whatever else and it's it's kind of ridiculous you know but because at the same time when you go on mainstream social like i literally have screenshots on my on my computer right now of some of the advertisements that i would see on facebook you know on the right hand side there's that advertisement column and it's like mm -hmm. you know penal enlargement and all these sexual things that that oh, okay whatever uh, but but I can't post a picture of um, a Glock 19 with a new CNH optic on it. Are you kidding me? Some of the stuff that I saw on Facebook, I took screenshots of it. I'm like, I can't believe this. And, uh, you know, I think as a uh, firearms community, a lot of people are like, well, Mike, why are you dropping off Instagram or wherever else? I'm still there. I still monitor comments. I still look at things. But the way I see it is, first of all, if you're a firearms instructor, an instructor that's listening to me right now, and you think your content is being seen on mainstream social, it is not. Even if you're allowed to be there and you don't get blocked or banned or whatever else, which we're seeing very commonly, right? Uh, you're still not being put in front of the people you should have put put be, be put in front of. I'll do a post. You know, I have less than a thousand followers on LiveFire right now. And it's growing daily, but it's not like the 27,000 or whatever I have on Instagram, but I'll do a post and get more likes from like 497 followers than I will from 25,000 followers on Instagram. The, the mm -hmm. percentage of people that see what you post is very, very small. Every single thing about mainstream social is designed to use you as a tool. Uh, and they are not, they certainly aren't firearm centric. Matter of fact, I think a lot of people think that they're anti-gun and I don't know if that's the case. I actually talked to a guy once at um, the SHOT Show and he broke it down for me. He said, Mike, to be honest with you, as far as Facebook is concerned, the firearms community is so small. They don't really care about you. They don't give, they don't give an S about you. Like you're, cause you're a tiny group compared to their millions and millions and billions of users mm -hmm. that they're trying to make money from. So it's kind of interesting. So if you're a shooter and you're listening and you're like, well, I don't know if I want to, you know, buy in this, you don't have to buy in anything. Just get on live fire in the free social and check that out. And if you're an instructor and you want to get in front of other students and post things, it's a no brainer, you know, and eventually when we have hundreds of thousands of people on it, you know, it's going to be a game changer.
Mm -hmm. Definitely. And without the filters, without all the, you know, uh, bots that are out there, you know, monitoring things that don't have, you know, any common sense, it, uh, you know, really, really helpful having a platform like this, because I think you're preaching the choir. Every one of us, uh, unless you're a brand new uh, instructor, has probably posted something out there saying, hey, I'm doing a basic pistol class and showed a, you know, posted a event picture with somebody holding a gun, shooting a target or in a safe manner. And all of a sudden, bingo, you get flagged and you're yep. sitting there saying, well, what's wrong with it? I mean, you look at all the other uh, things that you see, Facebook advertising and different things like that, and they're fine with it. But when it comes to firearm stuff, they just, uh, the algorithms don't always make sense. And I think in your, uh, in your example there, um, they probably make more money from the penal enlargement advertising than they would from the, uh, firearm, uh, industry. Yep. And that's just, you know, the rally is situation. I had a similar conversation, uh, probably over 10 years ago with, uh, some eBay, uh, people and eBay has a dark side to it and that they have a very large pornographic, uh, site to it. And why do they do that? But they, you can't sell a stock on eBay because on the, right. on that dark side of the eBay, guess what? They make millions of dollars. They don't really care to get into you selling a, a Boyd stock for you know, 150 bucks. It's small potatoes to them. And they just move on to the next thing that they can make money on. Right. The the problem though, is they take a stance like, you know, I, I suppose if, if main and here's the funny thing, if, you know, I know mainstream media is not making a ton of money off the gun culture and community, but there's definitely people there and there's money there. There's millions of people. There's major corporations. So they're for 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 lack of a better way to put it, they're idiots for by giving that up. It's it's traffic. And, you know, I always whenever I talk about live fire, it may sound self-serving. I, I am a tiny, tiny uh, equity holder in life. Like I have a teeny tiny piece that they traded out for, for me producing content for them, for giving them content, but I don't own the company. Right. So, but people are like, well, why are you, why are you moving over there? Because the more of us that decide to go to the same, the more, let me put it this way. The more of us that decide to get under the same tent, the more likely it is. I'm going to meet like-minded users under that tent. Right. I think mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the instructors out there, if you have courses on wherever, wherever you post or push them or wherever else, I think we're going to see a point in time in the next probably two to five years where you won't be able to post any gun centric stuff on mainstream social. Keep in mind the mainstream social, they're all built on the left coast. And even though there may be some closet gun owners out there that really love guns, which I found to be the case that they, you know, and I'm not talking politics, but they tend to have more liberal views, which I'm fine, supportive of whatever. You're you're a free American, have whatever political views you want. I don't care. But they're almost afraid to tell their friends they're gun owners, right? And um, but the problem is those are the those are the folks that run these technology companies, and it's it's not status quo, it's not cool to be a shooter and a, and a gun lover, and a, a gun owner in certain circles, certain circles. It is cool. You know, it's funny. You get into the John wick, you know, trained by my buddy, Taryn Butler kind of area. It's like, Oh, that that's cool. We'll post about that. And that's allowed. Um, and that's the thing is I think there are a lot of very high level influencers that have a connection in Instagram or Facebook that facilitate their posting. 
that allow them to get over that hump. But the mainstream guys like me and the rest of your instructors, they may have 5,000 followers or a few thousand followers or less than, less than 50,000 followers. You know, our stuff is just getting blocked by maybe it's a, I don't know if it's a bot technology. It's, it's an algorithm of some sort. Like you said, I don't understand it. Um, and the more of us to get over on, on an open free social feed, if that's your thing, if that's your jam, the better off. Now, the premium side of Live Fire is even better. If you're willing to pay whatever it is, less than 10 bucks a month to have access to, you know, all of the content that that we put on there, you know, from the programming drills to some of the advanced logbook features, which by the way, are right now it's really cool, but compared to what it's about to be, like the, we're going to change the game in, I don't know, it'll, it'll be a couple months probably before the final release, but it, it'll be a, it'll be a game changer in terms of training and training tools for, you know, end users and instructors out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next question is going to be cost. So you, you walked right into that. Um, is there, is there just one level premium for the, uh, for the users? You think it's yeah, free I mean, or premium? Yeah, it's it's either free or premium. It's they're free or paid. It's it's there's no in between. There's no hey, pay this, get a little content. Now, keep in mind, um, in, in a future live fire, you may see um, a popular instructor you know. Let's say Ernest Langdon, or may, maybe me for example. Most of my content is already on there, uh, but not all of my content. So eventually, you'll be able to buy maybe a standoff, maybe a, let's say. Ernest Langdon or JJ Ricasa or top level tactical instructor, name a person, doesn't really matter, develops a new training program, new video series. They'll have the ability to sell that as a one-off. By the way, paid events, I, I shouldn't say this officially, but you could put it out there because it's going to be out soon enough. Paid events will allow instructors to post their own classes and sell their classes on LiveFire. So eventually, you know, for those of you that are familiar with uh, an entity called CoreStorm, I use CoreStorm for all my class signups. It's a very streamlined, it's a good place to sign up. You know, I can build my courses there. I've got an email list there. I've got, uh, I can mass cancel. I could copy classes. Well, eventually LiveFire will offer pretty much all of the same things. So if you're an instructor and you're looking for a place to base your business in, in the few in probably two months, maybe three months, early 2024, you would be able to run your entire firearms training business on live fire from building your classes to selling your classes, to contacting your individuals, uh, to posting content in your own group, to building your own drills in your own group, to being on the social feed and advertising your materials. So it'll be a a one-shop stop for, you know, a firearms instructor. Uh, as well yeah. as a trainee, someone that is interested in just improving their skills. So, yeah, I think it'd be great as an instructor build, put it out there and know that it's getting out in front of the right people. It's not being shadow banned or anything. And then as a student, I think it'd be great to be able to go along and not just see one or two people, you know, I might be, you know, like their page or something else like that, but be able to see all the courses offered across a wide uh, swath of instructors because, hey, maybe I want to take a, advanced pistol course but then maybe i want to do a carbine course or force on force or a night shoot so all those different kind of things and as we know as instructors you know one instructor can't do all those well and being able to see all the course offerings out there you could could really you know be able to do um a la carte and select and choose what you want to do and i'll 
I'll be very interested in seeing that uh, those uh, functionalities once they come out. Yeah, the the functionality um, as far as I'm going to shut my calendar down here. So the 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 if you are a live fire premium member right now, the functionality and actually you get most of the stuff to be honest with you for free until they close some of it down. The function functionality is 100. percent Well, you could you could post you could post an event like as an instructor. You let's say I wanted to open up a group. I, I do have a couple of groups on there, but let's say you wanted to open up uh, Rob Beckman's firearms training, whatever uh, group. So you could literally go on LiveFire, create your own group today. Then you could upload a CSV file of email addresses to invite all of your previous students or whatever else to your group. Then you could literally build out a training series of video content in your group that only your group would be able to see. And you can manage all of your group backend stuff through a laptop, right? So because, and you could do a lot of it on the front end on a, on a phone, you know, because it, LifeWire is an app. It's developed to be an app, but the backend management of it is, you know, basically an enterprise level software that normally you would pay 75, 150 bucks a month for. It's 100% free. Um, it's actually kind of uh, hard to believe when you get into the back end and you see how the group management is in the back end. So it's very, very interesting to open. Like right now, a firearms instructor could manage most of his or her business on LiveFire. The only thing they couldn't do yet is, you know, build a course and charge for a course. But that'll be done. I mean, they've already got a rough done of that. We're, we have that on a test case basis. So you know, whether that's a week, two weeks, three weeks away, I'm not certain. I'm not actually technically supposed to talk about official releases of things because we always try to over-deliver and under-promise versus over-promise and under-deliver. So when I'm talking about some of these things, I get in trouble here and there, but I don't care because it's it's exciting stuff, man. And yeah, the, you know, whole, the, the whole group idea, I, I just was writing down some notes about that because I love the idea of being able to create my own social group and then post videos and then also point them to other videos within, uh, you know, live fire because, Hey, you know, I'm not an expert on everything, but it'd be great for, to be able to focus my students and knowing what they want and different things to post my own, but then say, Hey, here's a, here's a video from Mike, go check out right. Mike on, on his grip, go talk to Mike about transitioning between targets, those different kinds of things for people to see me as a information provider, maybe not the, the sole, um, you know, expert on it, but you know, me being the information provider. Yeah. The, the group's feature of Wi-Fi right now is actually one of the most active parts of the platform. Uh, it's amazingly active and, and, and I'm certain there's, there's, you know, there's also, you also have the ability for a complete private group. So if you wanted to develop like C planners practice group, and I only invite certain people and it's a closed group. And, and you know, I want to post scores in there and discussions and do all these different things. But I don't want the mainstream live fire audience to see that. You can completely do that. You are 100% in control. Um, you know, little little features like what we call the par timer. So there's this big yellow button on the home screen on the lower right area. And when you click that, you can set a, a resetting part time. So let's say you want to do your draw process. You're going to leave your house. We call it getting your 50, right? So if you if you uh, hear get your 50, it means that average defensive handgunner that just carries his gun on a regular basis, that's kind of into training, but doesn't have, you know, maybe he's not a full-time competitive shooter or, or even someone that has a lot of time to train. But at a minimum, that guy or gal can draw their handgun, right? Before they leave, you know, their house, they can go through some draw processes and presentations. 
So they open up this part timer and they set a time. Maybe it's a two second time with the three second reset time. And then they select the number of repetitions they wanted to do. And boom, the timer literally counts down and starts giving them a start and stop beep with the appropriate reset time. So you can work whatever drill you want. I mean, I work it all of the time in dry fire. It's a fantastic tool, 100% free. And they built it for me because I didn't want to sit there and keep hitting the timer. You know, maybe I'm someplace where I don't have my timer and I want to do this this series. And and soon that that particular function will actually have metrics attached to it. So for for example, if you're working your draw every day for five or 10 days in a row or whatever, and you're reducing the part-time every time, you'll be able to see a chart and graph, for lack of a better word, to see exactly where your skill is progressing. So there's a lot of neat things they're doing in what I would call Live Fire 2.0 that that are that are going to be you know that have not been done before in this manner you know so it's kind of neat yeah that sounds uh really cool that's uh a functionality that i haven't taken advantage of yet but i could definitely see it and it's on your smartphone so it's in it's with us everywhere we go basically and when you think about that how much easier can you make it you don't need to go along and you know bring a timer along with you, you don't have to go along and have extra equipment it's already You've already got your smartphone. Just install the app and take advantage of it. It's right there. Yeah, it's it's actually one of our more popular features of the app. Believe it or not. So, mm-hmm. well, there. Uh, I'm still. My mind is still uh, buzzing about the group functionality as an instructor, be able to post uh, videos directly to that group of uh, my students and such. Uh, are there any other functionalities that instructors should uh, know about? You know, as far as being able to utilize LiveFire. So the just some future tense things like we will eventually have um, a better way of sharing. Uh, uh, so, for example, uh, so when we right now, if you were an instructor in LifeWire, you can manage your group, you can manage your members, you can manage your content, you can manage your drills. But we don't have a great way of sharing a drill. So, for example, if if you were one of my students in my instructor group. And eventually, by the way, we will have live fire coaches, you know, like you could, like you can hire, um, you know, an online coach for some of these fitness apps and programs. We're going to have the same kind of thing where we're going to have dedicated vetted live fire coaches. But let's say you're an instructor, you do your, do your own thing in, in live fire 2.0, you'll be able to take a student, assign them a drill um, they'll be able to share their logbook with you. So in student A, let's say Jim Smith does a drill and that you assign to him and he logs his 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 factors and then he logs his score or whatever else, which probably will include some version of a video that he or she did. You can see that pop up as an instructor and then eventually you'll be able to say, hey, uh, and please keep in mind, I am absolutely talking about LifeWire 2.0. This is not in develop it's in development but it's not done yet um and then you'll be able to really mentor your students and, and train them but right now i would say the current active components are the group pe- feature the ability to get on the social feed and be you know become part of this thing that is growing by leaps and bounds every single day i would hope that you know fast forward a year from now when we're talking about this uh, a huge percentage of gun owners and shooters and competitors and defensive trainers are there, and they will be if if the trend continues like it is. There's no reason why they wouldn't be, you know, because 
I'm telling you, there's going to be a point in time, I believe, where social media, you won't really see any gun-centric stuff at all, which means everybody will have to be somewhere. You know, us, we want, we're going to be on live fire. That's, you know, it's a gun-centric culture. It's not politically driven. You know, it's it's not there for rants and raves. It's there to focus on guns, gear, training, tips, fun, positive stuff. So if you're interested in that, then get over there. Yep, a great a great tool uh, for instructors to use for themselves and for their their classes. Um, I am uh, going to look into it even more and uh, put some notes in my calendar to, to look at it in a month or two again. Make sure I take advantage of some of the newer features that are coming out because, uh, yeah, those are well thought out and things that a lot of instructors can, can use. One of the things that, before I forget, um, and Rob, you too with classes. So if you had a current group, and I know a lot of us are probably scheduling our classes for 2024. You know, a lot of concealed carry instructors are scheduling their classes and, you know, different blocks of instruction. You can currently build out all of your events for 2024, which includes the date, a picture, the description, a link to the event. Everything can be in live fire. When you, when you get in there and build those events, that's automatically posted to social media. Now, you, you can't currently charge for those events, I would guess. We'll see that probably before the end of January where you can build out an event and you could charge for it. You could actually build your classes out. Um, that's That build is basically done. It's just not public yet. But right now you can build out all of your events. So why not post all of your events on LiveFire and get them in front of a, you know, a gun-centric audience? And we understand, you know, it's like how... Well, you know, there's not millions there and or even hundreds of thousands of people yet. But, you know, the if you are an instructor and the more of a presence you have there and the better are your the better able you are to use live fire as it grows, you're going to grow. Right. So now is the you know, it'd be like if somehow we knew, let's say Instagram was was gun friendly and somehow we knew about it and we were there at the, the platform and, and maybe created our username and started getting followers followers from day one, you know, today we'd have a million followers on Instagram. Of course, it's not gun-centric, but that's the point. It's like, hey, build your audience there right now. Get people used to going to your group and talking to you. Post your events right now. There's no downside to it. You know, it may take a few minutes here and there, but the, there's no downside to it. And, um, and, you know, like I said, it's if we keep growing at this rate, you know, give it six months and we'll have some of the audience numbers that Maine Social has. Yeah. I, I, as you're talking about this, I think about how many different places I post classes to get exposure because there's so many different social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, and the thing is, you're cross posting things between there, hoping yes. that you can get that small sliver of gun-centric people that are on those platforms to see it now we were just talking about to where you can't always guarantee that people see it I, I like the whole point of uh, live fire because i can post the events there and they are gun-centric and they will be seen and that puts uh that's definitely a note that i put down here to get my classes up there for 2024 because uh, they are currently open and uh, taking registrations and it definitely will not hurt me to get them posted in another place where people well, hopefully, and uh, hopefully I can track where they are come from so that I can see exactly, you know, whether, uh, you know, how much live fire adds to it compared to the other ones, because literally Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, it's in the single digits, 
you know, the people I get, most of them come from my uh, direct mail, email to them or off my website, just because it's next impossible to get in front of the right audience on those platforms. Uh, And I'll tell you, we as a gun community, you know, I I don't mind getting on a soapbox and and shouting and saying, hey, we all need to be there. Like, I'm not currently aware of any other platform that is a gun-centric platform. I know that there's Truth Social and some of these other things. They were all developed for political reasons. Live Fire was developed for the firearm end user, period. That's it. By design, everything about it is shooting-centric. So it's a a no-brainer for all of us to stop having to to sliver post on, you know, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. And I'm, we're not, we're not saying to the shooters and the instructors to get away from those things entirely. But mm-hmm. think about this. What if we all agreed somehow we could all push a button right now and all of the millions of gun owners would go to one place, right? That's it. They're in one place. They may, you know, they may have a social feed on Facebook or Instagram and they may post dog pics and do all these other social, you know, truly you know, non-gun, but if you were, you, you want to post a drill or you want to talk about a gun or you want to talk about this new optic or find out if anybody knows about this new optic or find a class or find a good range near you, we'll have eventually have a range finder. Why not? Why would we not all want to be in one spot? I mean, think about that. Raise your hand. If you're an instructor and you want to do one post in one place that gives you potentially dramatic traffic, why would we not want to recruit all other gun owners and going over there, which is one of the reasons I did my exit on Instagram. I'm like, I want everybody in one spot so we can all speak the same language. We're not saying that you can't monitor other social feeds and whatever else just to maybe because that's your thing. Maybe that's how you get your dopamine kick. But man, why wouldn't we why wouldn't we want all million point two gun owners on live fire? So that way when you post your class or I post my class or a product or a new optic, guess what? Everybody is already a potential buyer of that thing. Everybody has an interest in the discussion. Everybody has an interest in the technique or the gear or the gun. It's all right there. And that's what I've been trying to tell people now. We all got to get out of the other stuff, right? Um, yep. And get, get in a land on here, Get on and give here, me a follow, you know? Yeah. Here, here's what I would summarize what we've talked about. Live fire removes barriers to connecting with the gun community, you know? All the barriers have been put up there that we've talked about. You put it out there and it is what it is and people can uh, see it and make their own decision about it. And uh, I like when barriers are removed. Yeah, me too. Well, we like to call it the new gun culture. It's like, hey, and we are trying to help people overcome all kinds of barriers. Like the end user from you uh, as a very, you know, you're in the shooting industry. You're deeply embedded. You're an instructor. Maybe to me, I'm a competitive shooter, defensive shooter. Have a, I'm a very robust background. We're on one end of the spectrum, but there's also, you know, my father-in-law, you know, someone's someone's brother-in-law, someone's a girlfriend or wife that ju- they have that gun in the closet because they were fearful about something, and they've always been afraid to take it out. They don't know what to do. They're definitely too afraid to go to the range. So we're we're looking at cr- continually developing this app. So it meets the needs of everyone out there, right? Literally mm-hmm. everyone on the spectrum. And um, I think the more we we tell that to people, the more they're going to be like, "Oh yeah, there's so- there's something for me. There's there's a place on Live Fire for me. 
I can live there. Well, that's great. Um, that's really great information. Well, Mike got a question for all our season six uh, guests and it is, what would you like to be remembered for when you pass away? Man, we talked about that in the pre-show. I'm not certain I wanted to think too much about past things to be remembered by when I'm dead. Um, I, I, I would just, you know, um, I, I think that I, I would like to, I would like to establish uh, some sort of a legacy uh, as an instructor, coach, and mentor that continually helped out my students. And let me define that. When I say my students, that also includes. I would guess the hundreds of thousands of people that have watched me for free on my Facebook lives. For example, I did a Facebook live this morning on low light shooting handgun selection, basically gave everything that you might find in my low light book away for free. Literally. Now, of course, it's a less formal format. You know, the drills aren't all there, um, but they're there for free. So that whether or not you've been one of my paid students that you paid your way, or maybe the military paid your way or government paid your way, um, or a free user that maybe I met on the range someday, I, I hope I have influenced and helped lots and lots of people uh, in the end. That would be number one from a professional standpoint. And of course, I'd like to be remembered as a, a good father and a good friend to, to those uh, that I've been friendly to. So. Great. And, uh, those are very great aspirational things to think about as, uh, we coach people and we try to improve, uh, people around us, uh, because none of us will be here forever, but, uh, what we do and how we treat people, our legacy will live on, uh, well beyond that. Well, well, Mike, where can strictors find more out about you and, uh, what you're doing? So my primary website is shooting-performance.com. You can get on there. You can click on um, various products, programs. You can also read my blog articles. I think many of which are are uh, very good reading. So if you're looking for, you know, in this off season, the winter season, when it's kind of colder and darker out and you can't go to the range, you know, jump on my website, check out the blog articles and, uh, and I think you'll enjoy them. If you are interested in jumping on live fire, just get on any device, digital device, uh, phone and go to your app area wherever you buy apps in the Google Store or the App Store for Apple and search Live Fire. One word, L I V E F I R E. You can download it, get on the social feed for 100% free. And if you do, get on and, and give me a follow. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. You know, I'll maybe drop you a message and tell you to uh, thank you for jumping on or welcome to Live Fire or something like that and, and enjoy the community. So check out those two areas. Mm-hmm. Um, the Team Live Fire website is actually teamlivefire.com, uh, but there's not a lot of material there. Live Fire is an app, and the best experience is just to get on it and, and check it out. So, Yeah, and I will have all links for these into the uh, show notes for those that want to check it out later on and uh, encourage you because after after we complete here with Mike, I'm going to uh, explore a little bit more on the Live Fire app to see the stuff that he's talked about because there's a lot there and apparently I haven't gotten into everything as I as I tried to do before the show. Yeah, there's so, a lot of stuff, man. Check it out. You'll enjoy it. Good stuff. Well, Mike, appreciate you coming on the podcast again. Great information as always and uh have a good day. Thank you. Stay safe out there, folks. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for this episode and I hope you found some good information out from what Mike shared. Uh, for those of you that are going to go over and check out live fire right now. Uh, I have created at the end of the uh, podcast, a, a fireman trainer podcast group out there. 
feel free to join it. It'd be great to see people out there that listen to the podcast and also share information back and forth as uh, instructors and going along and in drills. Remember, if you're searching for information to help your business out, go to our website at farmtrainerpodcast.com and type in your search topic in the upper right-hand corner. We've got over 250 episodes and more coming, and it's a great resource for you. Whatever your topic is, from teaching in different communities to reaching students that are difficult to going along and helping in your marketing for it. If you have any questions about this episode or other suggestions for guests, email me at ftpconcealedcarry.com. And please visit our sponsors, especially the Fireman Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. You get 10% off for listening to this podcast by adding promo code FTP10. But what you get more of is you get a chance to have FTA coverage, which is the best in the industry, and you should check it out. We're bringing this podcast support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.